You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you it's more than just your output more than a bike Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 313. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe, and we are in Orlando. Hello, Orlando. We're taking time out of our Disney trip. So I got my Disney shirt on. I'm ready. And I've got a Star Wars shirt on. We're ready. It's a nerd shirt. <laughs> it's so, always a nerd shirt. Well, yes, but it's... You got so many comments at the park yesterday. <laughs> oh, my God. Did. I've never seen that you get that many. That shirt was killing it yesterday. <laughs> I had a guy, like, literally stop and shake my hand over the quality of my nerd shirt. Yeah. So, it was it, getting a lot of heat. Yeah. It was um, a, a replica of the... Sh- of the uh, Uh, It's like it's funny because it's not licensed product. It's a shirt and it's got it says McDowell's on it. So it's the the McDonald's imitator. Although, as if you've seen coming to America, you know that McDonald's is the imitator. But um, (laughs) but it's just got the McDowell's logo on it. And I mean, I think I got at least what 10 comments throughout the day at least yeah and there was one guy that you got into a whole conversation about coming to america with i was like (laughs) this is more than i ever needed to know about the movie coming to america (laughs) so but uh for people that want to know today i have a a shirt on at at. the with the at ats that there's debate in the nerd community about whether or not they're called at ats or atats but they're called at ats not only are they called at ads like it literally has the at symbol twice but but my my drawing it's fan art and it looks it's like snow walker but it's made using the at symbol like from <laughs> from email addresses so it's an at at so yeah to them so anyway that's uh <laughs> this is, see there's more than you ever wanted to know about tom's nerd shirts thank you. a lot of thought goes into my fashion i know people they don't think it's it does but it does it's so. true <laughs> and uh if you're hearing this on day one and you live in the orlando area it is not too late to come join us uh, at Splitsville. Splitsville and hang out and uh, listen 
to the sounds of bowling <laughs> while, while you we... eat bowling alley food, but yeah. like fancy Disney World bowling yeah. alley food. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a Disney Springs, if you're not aware. And uh, we will be getting there at 6 p.m. And I think it's like set up for 6 to 9. And um, I, it's going to be under my name. So we should probably add that to the Facebook event yeah. so people know. <laughs> it's under the O'Keefe's. But we'll be the really loud group. Yeah, we're yes. easy to spot. And everyone always wears Peloton gear, and then we all look at each other like, I Are think, you here for this, or is this just a wacky doing? coincidence? <laughs> and if it is a wacky coincidence, let me tell you about a podcast you might enjoy. So... So, uh, but anyway, a vacation does not stop us. So, uh, what pray tell do you have in store for people this week? We have all the homecoming details coming your way. Uh, we're also going to talk about what's going on now with the recall. We have some fun information about Global Running Day. Dr. Jen is joining us. This was recorded prior to her her mother's passing and. And then we also have a visit from Angelo, and he is going to be talking about learning to breathe, but also talking about consistency. And then we have some fun, uh, and by fun, I just mean like interesting discussions about competitor news. And then there's uh, we have a ton of past guest updates and a, also a ton of in case you missed it. So there is a lot to talk about today. Awesome. Well, before we get to all that shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, iHeart, TuneIn, wherever you find a podcast you can find us while you're there be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode maybe leave us a review that's always super helpful and good for our egos <laughs> at least 70 percent of the yeah, time yeah i was like oh, yeah. not always <laughs> and i can... get it some of you don't like my laugh i know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and some of you don't like my jokes which i don't get <laughs> Because we all know I am a comedic genius. So you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page, join the group. It's a great way to stay up on things throughout the week. Uh, all sorts of stories and stuff breaking all the time. Uh, sometimes just things that we find out that we share with people that other people haven't surmised, like the guide price hack for app users that hasn't. I don't think a lot of people were aware of just yet. So I agree. You can also... Join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash the clip out where uh, for a little extra money, you can get these episodes early when they come out early. So a lot of times you're getting them almost 24 hours in advance. Uh, you also get them entirely ad free and you help us out. And that is super appreciated. We also record bonus episodes and we owe you one. Oh, yeah. We never recorded that. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a little busy this week. Yes, it has been a little busy. So and then finally, don't forget our newsletter at the clipout.com where you get all the links and stuff like that and we have your email address in case we need to talk to you about something super important but it, uh, we don't sell it or anything like that so don't worry so we uh we're not above it we just don't know how and we don't really care to find out <laughs> i'm above it yeah, tom may not be but yeah. i won't let him sell it don't she's, worry <laughs> she's the voice of reason which um i think shocks no absolutely one. no one so anyway there's all of that let's uh Let's dig in, shall we? We shall. Homecoming update. So that might be the last time you ever hear that sweeper. I I, I think it is. Yeah. Peloton, you owe me $35. Uh, well, you know, first of all, I have to say uh, thank you to Nikki and Darcy uh, for putting this article together, and Nikki especially because you uh, you you took one, one a major conversation, and we 
we genuinely appreciated. These two ladies made sure that we were still able to have a vacation and took meetings with Peloton on yes, our behalf and then whipped nice. it into an article super fast and uh, gave us all the details. So For sure. Last week, I referred to them as helper bees. I feel like we need to promote them to like a, what, like a helper wasp. I don't know what's... <laughs> I don't know what's above a B. I, did I just downgrade them? I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know the B hierarchy. I don't know. But Darcy messaged me and she was so <laughs> funny because she didn't know that you were talking about her. She thought it was somebody's leaderboard name, like Helper B Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> and then she realized it was her and she was so happy. <laughs> so now Darcy has to change her leaderboard name. She's now helper B Darcy. Uh, <laughs> but genuinely, thank you, Darcy. Thank you, Nikki. Uh, we appreciate it so much. But yeah, so okay, homecoming. It's uh now it's it's more like home going. No wait, yeah. going no, I don't know. Home, I don't know. Home winting. They, they clearly couldn't come up with the name either because now it's go. just Peloton on Here, tour. Here's what it should be called now. Okay. Home taking a nap. <laughs> because that's what you do after coming. <laughs> Oh. Right. That's next. So right. home taking a nap. <laughs> this is why you don't let me on the calls. Uh-huh. I'd be like, uh, Mr. Peloton, sir, <laughs> instead of Peloton on tour, what if you call it Peloton taking a nap? <laughs> Hear me out. <laughs> I've... Oh, I can just picture our uh, our global communications uh, contact, the, yeah. the, the little red cheeks that he would get. <laughs> I'd be like, I didn't even know phones still made dial tones. Did you? And they'd be like, oh, we just had that created specifically for when you say something stupid, hoping that you'll go away. <laughs> oh, this is why we don't put you on the calls. You yes. are correct. <laughs> so Peloton on tour. Oh, my God. If that's what they insist on calling it. <clears throat> they do. Okay. So this started with uh, years ago, all the way back in 2013, there was the first homecoming event. I think it was 2013. And you can go check it out on our timeline. But this became people, members decided to get together and go to the studio and and meet each other in person because they were so excited to find these other people that also had a bike. Then that evolved into Peloton being like, what a great idea. And they started having homecoming, except at the time it was called Home Rider Invasion. Then I believe it was in 2018, Peloton decided to call it homecoming and invited everybody to come to New York. And you were able to basically have kind of like a retreat. You were able to hang out with the instructors and you were able to uh, take a bunch of classes. And then that kind of got whittled down to, okay, we can take like two classes. And then, and now you can stand in line to meet all the instructors. Well, it it just went to, became wizard world for Peloton. It did. It did. And and probably newer People, newer members don't realize, but like homecoming originally, well, originally it was very organic. It was just people doing it. But when Peloton took it over originally, it was when it was still called Home Rider Invasion. I mean, it was like, it's crazy to hear people talk about it now because it was like they just took a thousand of us and threw us in a hotel ballroom for a cocktail party with all the instructors. They were just hanging out. You just chilled with all the instructors. You just wandered around. They were just, they were just stationed strategically throughout the room. No yeah, big deal. No big deal. No big deal. Yeah. And so now Peloton is going to go on tour. So what's going to happen is Peloton is going to visit showrooms in five different cities. So we're going to have Los Angeles, July 13th through July 15th, Atlanta, August 17th through the 19th, Chicago, October 5th through the 7th, Berlin, October 19th through the 21st, and London, November 30th through December 2nd. 
And we know that London is going to be special in some way. We don't know. We don't know exactly what's going to happen. So uh, then we are also seeing that obviously... New York was not mentioned. Australia was not mentioned. Canada, not mentioned. And there is also not going to be a virtual component. There will be virtual experiences happening outside of these dates. And we know that New York is going to continue to have special events, just like they have been having. But it's, it's going to look mothership. different. It's the mothership. It make, is. It makes sense. And it makes sense that they wouldn't go to New York because they're always in New York. Yeah. So yeah. that would be... Silly and wasteful and hard to tell the difference between that and just a regular day. Yeah, but it's 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 interesting. There's a lot of things that are interesting about this because we know showrooms are a lot smaller, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they're not they're not meant for the kind of traffic that this will generate. Also, different in this particular, it's not just for members. Like they want to invite people who are not members out to see what's going on at Peloton. And it's also very interesting that they're they're being so specific with just the five different cities. Um, yeah. So. Do you think non-members will care? I mean, like- I guess if you wanted to check it out, like I think about people, like how many people have we interviewed over the years? We're like, well, I was kind of curious. We were at the mall, and, you know, and yeah, so it I- just seems like a weird thing to like, that would be your entry point. Hey, we're turning this place into a madhouse. Oh, let me go check it out for the very first time. I tend to agree with you, but I, I also think that so many of us have friends that, that we're like, oh my God, you should really check this out. And I could see them like, going to an event yeah. with a friend and being like, this is amazing because I mean, I remember back in uh, 2018, we met Gwen and her sister came with her. And by the end of the weekend, bought a Peloton. And now they they ride. all. T- I mean, at least last I heard, they ride all the time together. Yeah. They're both still in it. And so I think I think there's something to be said for that. Yeah. But it's also interesting that each city is going to have like an event flow. They're going to be very similar, but mm-hmm. each city is also going to have its own unique things going on. Uh, we know a little bit about what's going on in Chicago. We're not allowed to talk about it yet, but each city is going to be a little bit different. So that's kind of fascinating. So kind of curious to see. And I want to make sure we get to all of this, Tom. So I want to, if you could scroll down mm-hmm. a little bit more, I just want to make sure we get all of this. Sure. While I scroll, I wonder if this will forever stay married to showrooms because as they're closing showrooms, then they're really just ticking off cities that they're essentially never going to visit. Well, okay. So yeah, that's a good question. I think, I think that it will stay tied to showrooms. And, and the reason I say that is because, you know, when, when we had the conversation with Peloton and by we, I mean, well, it was Nikki specifically, it came across that uh, Peloton felt like the long-term strategic decision for the showrooms is that it's going to look very different and that it's going to be more of a, like a destination, the showrooms, and it's going to be a celebration gathering place. And so that is one of the reasons that they made the recent changes that they made. So I do think that it will continue to be tied to that, but I'm, I'm hoping that they change up the cities from time to time. Right. Um, That's what, like I said, with them getting rid of so many showrooms, it just seems like it's going to over time, 
really limit where they can actually tour to. I get that. I, but I do think it's interesting because we, we had kind of heard about this before we got the official news from Peloton and because we hear things and we had talked about what cities it was going to be in. And I mean, we nailed the cities. You get, well, we didn't. Okay. I nailed the cities. There we go. I was yeah. it just based on the markets. Like, I mean, you could just look at like where the most listeners we have are. Right. And we, it, we can tell Peloton's hotspots by our own data points of where the most of you reside. Yeah. From, you know, from geolocation, from IP addresses and stuff. So exactly. Yeah. So, don't worry, we don't have your home address. <laughs> Yet. No, just kidding. <laughs> now, the other thing is we're not sure if there's going to be actual classes as part of these tours. We do know there's going to be a handful of instructors. It is interesting because I kind of feel like it's going to be a different sprinkling, right? So like if you this is this is where I have trouble with this thing, right? Like if my favorite instructor, like like is Susie Chan, for example. Mm-hmm. What if <laughs> I, I I go all the way to London and I don't get to meet Susie and they Chan? Send her to Atlanta, right? <laughs> like I, I mean, it's not on the same day, right? So it, right. it would not probably work that but way. But she might not take part in it. You know? Yeah, and and vice versa. If you go to a, if you go to Atlanta and you live in I don't know another city, you you then are like, oh well, like I came all this way to meet Dennis Morton and he's not there, right? Like that could happen. Don't get me wrong, I have lots of favorites, so it wouldn't really be a big deal for me. But there's a lot of people that that would be a big deal for. Right. The other thing that we know is that uh, they're using this opportunity. Peloton is using this opportunity to involve their their ESG partners, so uh, environmental, social, and governance. Partners, and so we will see some of those things as well. Now, one thing that everybody needs to know, every single one of these events is going to be announced 31 days prior to the scheduled event. Then you get a 24-hour preview period. So they're going to give you an idea of what those events are. Okay. You have 24 hours to decide. And then, boom, tickets open up 24 hours later. So freaking be ready. Like 31 days. You need to put this on your calendar, people. 31 days, you need to check it out. And then you need to have it on your calendar for 30 days and you need to be ready to go. Do not be the person that has 18 computers out there because then we're, none of us are going to get tickets. All right. That but, person doesn't care about the rest of us. I know. That's very clear. <laughs> that is very much what we have a lot of people going. But the Peloton on tour landing page is where all of this stuff is going to be. Uh, you can go to our newsletter. You can go to our website. You're going to be able to find all this information. But when you get there, you want to mark that because it's going to be the same landing page every time. That's where all the details are going to be. That's where everything is going to be. So please make sure you know that. Now, they are going to have a different amount of events. This is not like you buy one ticket to do all three days. No, no. Totally different than the past. You have to get a ticket to each event that occurs in each city. And there's no limit to how many events that you could attend. But each person can only have two tickets per event. Now, at least one location, we don't know which one yet, is going to have a free component, but most events are going to have a cost. And we do not have an idea of what that price point is this time. One other thing, they are going to have a special invite-only event for leaderboard awards. That's right, leaderboard awards. So the idea is that locally, So let's say that you live in one of these cities where you're in London, let's just say you can nominate other people in your city. And uh, if you are chosen, then you will be invited to a special in-person event and you will be given a special gift. 
That's it. Peloton will reach out to you. This is not a situation where you get to take the link and send it to everybody else and invite all your friends. <laughs> They're on deal. They know what you're trying to do and they are not okay with that. So this is going to be invite only and it's going to be very, very select. People are going to be invited to this and you have to be nominated. Yes. So I guess for the, those of us who live in a city where you are not living... Nah, screw you. You don't get to be, have a leaderboard award. <laughs> yeah, because they're, they're <laughs> local to the town. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so, uh, yeah. so, so we should come up with a catchy name for the leaderboard awards. How like, you know, the Emmys or the Tonys. Okay. What are we right? going to call it? Uh, here, I think we should should call it the Shermies. The Shermies? Yeah. Because... Jen Sherman is the first instructor oh, and it should be I named after her. I so love it. The we Shermies. Sh- we should call them the Shermies. Oh my God. I need to reach out to Jen Sherman and tell her about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, because like I said, at first I was like, oh, we could call them the Emmas, right? Because that'd be kind of a fun play on that Emmys. That would be fun. But I was like, why single her out? And then I was like, well, if you're going to single out an instructor, well, then maybe you should single out the first instructor. I Love that. So, I freaking love it. So um, I know I don't officially work for Peloton, but henceforth, the leaderboard awards are called the Shermies. The Shermies. The I don't Shermies know if I should make is. the sign of the cross because she's Jewish. <laughs> I did not mean to commit a hate crime. My apologies. But uh, she would probably laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's see. Do we miss anything, Tom? Is there anything else down here? I think that is everything. So Peloton on tour, uh, the Shermies. Yeah, I think we're good. All right. All right. Well, ah, I know we talked about the end of an era. It is. Uh, I just don't think there's a way to do homecoming. Anymore. Not not like the They're old just school. too big. No, it just can't. And yeah. I mean, I said I'm surprised we're even getting this much in person because I didn't expect it to ever have anything in person. So, you know, for this will be good for a lot of people who have never made it to the, the mothership. It really will. Yeah, it will It'll be good for that. But, uh, you know, Canada's upset that they were left out again. And yes, the whole country, they're all mad. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, Australia, I get that one. It's it's a little it's a little harder to get to and figure That's out true. the logistics on that. That's fair. But I think I think Canada, they could have managed like one would think. But you know what? It's not like they're never going to do it again. That's true. And and that back to my hope that they do mix up the cities. Yeah. You know, I do hope that this this goes well. But here's the thing about Peloton. They always consistently go with data. So. People show up in certain cities, they do certain things, they act certain ways that is going to, they will continue to hone these events based on what happens at each event. So they're going to ask you for your your feedback. And and no, you don't need to put it on the OPP, people. They have <laughs> like little forms you can fill out and everything. Yeah. That's where you should be filling it out because that is going to go to the correct team to help inform decisions going forward. So that's where you need to put that information. And uh, I hope that, I hope we get to go to one of them. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. We'll have to figure that out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Peloton in the news. We meant to talk about this last week, but we got sidetracked because we were so excited about our pending trip to Disney. Well, now it's not pending. And we were like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a thing. So uh, bikes located in public spaces, hotels, gyms. Apartment complexes. Monasteries. I don't know. Uh, There. (laughs) I wonder. Yeah. But uh, so people keep posting pictures of them like the all the bikes are unusable they're all broken and it's like well they're not broken they're but it's because of the seat post recall they the hotels have decommissioned them because they don't know the size of 
you know, height and weight of people who are using them and they don't want anyone to get injured. So while they await the seat post, they have decommissioned them out of an abundance of caution. They have. And and so everywhere you go, you see all these signs at hotels saying that. And here's the thing. We have no idea how quickly these are going to come out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess we have some idea. Well, I, I guess we don't know for public spaces. Like, where right. are these? Where are public spaces in the priority list? Yeah. That's the question, right? Because it doesn't take long to fix them. But apparently, everyone actually wants to replace their seat post. and. Yeah. Yeah. So we talked about two weeks ago that there's like this priority put on, you know, who's going to get the seat post first and that they were focused on the people who in their profile had their settings at their height and weight over. I think the height was 5'11 and their weight was over 250 pounds. And that was going to be group one. Well, when people got their email about that, it said that they would be getting their seat post no later than June 2nd. Well, now I'm seeing, I, and I know this is a different article, Tom, so I don't know if you want to, uh, it's a picture we have up, but yeah. somebody had an email and th- the first email that people were getting was, okay, it's going to be August, which was like, ooh, that's <laughs> that's not good. Yeah, that's not that's, June. That's not June. But now, now we are seeing October 15th to October 29th. Yikes. It's a lot of seat posts to potentially replace. It is. Yeah. And I guess they just didn't think everybody was gonna. I don't know. Yeah, I think they were banking <laughs> on the fact. Because I mean, honestly, most recalls get tend to get ignored. And so, but I think a lot of times on a car recall, it's going to get ignored because you've got to take it there. But if they were like, fill out this form and we'll send it to you and it's something you can swap out easily. Wouldn't that be amazing? I know. But, um, you know, I think you get more people partaking, but when you have to, if if you were saying bring your bike into a showroom, like nobody would be doing this, this right? That is true. So, um, so I, I definitely think that there's a lot of demand. I, my guess also is that given what happened with the Tread Plus and then the Tread had thing too, right? The tre- yeah, the Tread had the thing with the monitor, monitor, yeah. the monitor, but they fixed that real fast. Yeah, that was it seemed like that was a pretty quick and easy fix. But I think with all the hype that the Tread Plus got. That people are just like, oh, no, I better do this. Well, yeah. And I, I also think that any like, I just think there's this human nature thing that's like. It's free. It's free. And I've had this bike for however long. And I, I yeah. if I'm they're giving me a new part, I should take the new part. I mean, I know I know Tonal sent out people to refurbish our Tonal. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just to to check the, the little cables. To make sure that the cable parts were still cabling. we've had our Tonal for a long time now. Yeah. And I mean, that's something's attached to your wall. You want to make sure it's good. And the guy, when he first started looking at it, was like, ah, you don't need to replace these and he started to leave and i was like um yeah i thought we did so i yeah. you just need to d- 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 <laughs> back over there and he did and then when he was done he was like i'm glad we did that like i got to look in and he was like they were they were ready so so my point being that like it's it's not a bad thing to be proactive when you've had your equipment for a while but at the same time not everybody is going to get a new one instantaneously and so it is important that all of us let the people who need it yeah. first get it what does that do for public spaces though i mean i don't i don't foresee them being at the top of the list like i foresee the people who are at home needing them first and so you know people who were counting on traveling that's really the reason that we wanted to let people know that right. because it's like well i was going to go to a weston so i could use a peloton you may not be able to but you can still use your app 
for a million other things. You can also pause your membership. Uh, no, Peloton's not going to credit you for your membership because you can pause it. There's no need to credit it. Just, yeah. just turn it off. There's no... If you're not going to use your bike because you're scared to use it, no problem. Get that. That's fair. Yeah. But just pause it. They have that ability. So why are you asking Peloton to credit it? Like, just turn it off. Right. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Like, people expect money back for these things. I've seen a lot of that, too. Yeah. Peloton posted this week about embracing your calluses. Yeah. So I know it sounds like, why would we be talking about this? But I mean, instantaneously, when we got our rower, I started having calluses mm-hmm. and they're like right underneath, especially where my rings are yeah. on my finger. I actually, for the tonal, ended up buying weightlifting gloves. I felt like such an idiot wearing them. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need weightlifting gloves. But I but I was starting to get calluses on my hands and, and I, I've worked very hard at not working. I know so you have. So I wouldn't have calluses. I know. You want to keep those baby soft hands. Yeah. Yeah. You got to keep that body in like new condition. I walk around and with gloves filled with Vaseline, like <laughs> curly from of mice and men. <laughs> well, I, um, I immediately got the calluses on my hand and I was just like, yeah, that sucks. Although sometimes I do put my weightlifting gloves on too. I have a pair called bare hands and they are, they're real short and they're made um, for pause because they're bare hands. (laughs) (laughs) They're very short Uh um, and they, they just go, they're cub hands. I'm never, I'm never going to get through this. <laughs> finish your story. I don't understand what you promise. Why can't you're, I finish my story? So I know with the head injury, sometimes you forget. You were talking about cub paws. Go on. <laughs> Bear claws. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> okay. So at any rate, they're really short. They're really nice. I love how thin they are. They're made especially for, for women. Uh, they have a set that are made for women and I really, really like them, but I use them on the rower too. I don't use them every time, especially if I'm doing a short row, mm-hmm. but I like the way they feel on my hand because like, especially when you're using the rower, you're supposed to like relax and you're supposed to keep your hands at the end. But when you get you get going and they like go through a challenging or like an intense sprint, it's hard to relax your hands because you're like so intense. I'm going as fast as possible. And uh, so it's hard. But anyway, those calluses are actually good for you. They they actually are protecting your hands and, and they also protect your feet, too, when you're running like the same thing. Like so it's not a bad thing, but they're not as pretty to look at. So they do. We do have some some tips for you that you can gradually increase your training volume. You can make sure you're using the proper grip technique. Protect your hands with gloves or tape. We are on that one. Um, And then uh, you can moisturize regularly and file down thick calluses gently and also never, ever, ever cut or trim the calluses. I can tell you that from experience. Don't do that. Okay. Yeah. Peloton is celebrating Global Running Day. Which is today. So they will have celebrated by the time you hear this. We will. We will have. Um, Yeah, this is. I think, you know what? I'm such a fan of Global Running Day. I think we should celebrate it by going to Hollywood Studios. Okay. That's a good idea. Okay. Now, will we run through the park? Only if we're late for one of our lightning lanes. Okay, that's fair. Yes. Well, if you want to get your run in, uh, Global Running Day is fabulous. I did not know this. <laughs> uh, Tina put this this article together. Thank you, Tina Freiling. And uh, I believe it's pronounced Helper B Tina. <laughs> 
everybody's changing their leaderboard names. Yes. So uh, Tina put in here that it was launched as National Running Day, and it was on 2009. And on that day, over 2.5 million runners from 177 countries ran in unity, which is pretty cool when you think about it, all those people going together. But uh, Global Running Day now has a, a whole thing going on. You can go like even the New York Runners Club, they have a thing where you can do a virtual run today. And there are tons and tons and tons of them. But the idea is you do a 5K. So run or walk 3.1 miles anywhere. We are going to get that in today, by the way. Oh, man. I got to turn my Strava on. I don't want to celebrate National Running Day by accident. (laughs) You're going to. I got roped into this. You're going to. But is what is Peloton doing, you ask? Because, hey, this is a Peloton podcast. Hey, what is Peloton doing, I ask? Uh, So they are offering a live 30-minute Global Run Day class with Camilla Ramon, June 7th. So that's today, 5 p.m. Eastern. Also, uh, they are going to be doing, they're going to be dropping classes that are going to be on demand. So I believe it was Bex Gentry and I want to say Mariana, somebody somebody else was going to be joining, uh, dropping an OD one as well. Plus, they're going to be dropping on demand strength for runners classes. And they're also going to have a walk plus run. So after today, you're going to have some new classes drop all related to running and walking. So that's fabulous. And I'm really excited about this little running day has kind of always been my not always since I started running has been one of my favorite things to celebrate. I just think it's neat to think about all these people celebrating it together. Like I just love the idea of that. So Yep, I'm a big running nerd. Not sure when that happened, but hey, here we are. Here we are. <laughs> Speaking of running, can I can I share my my big milestone this week? Sure. I, uh, you guys all know that uh, I got hit by a car. Uh, however long ago, February fifth. I don't even know how many weeks it's been. I stopped counting. So that's a good sign because I stopped counting. And uh, I have since then been unable to run outside on my street where I got hit. Uh, It's like freaking terrifying. But this week, this week, I did a run on the route there I got hit. And uh, that was pretty freaking exciting and empowering. Like it felt really good to like take that back because it felt like it had been taken from me. Yeah. It was terrifying. Tom did a walk with me the other night because I was like, I think I'm ready, but I was also scared to do it by myself. So I was (laughs) like, get out here and walk with me. (laughs) And it wasn't that bad. So then I decided to do it by myself. So that's something to celebrate. And now we'll go on rock and roller coaster to see how you're doing with your fear of cars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not only my fear of cars, but also I had that. What do they call it? Whenever I can't even think of the word when you, you get dizzy all the time. I can't vertigo? think of vertigo because yeah. I got all the vertigo. And they said that it was because whenever I got hit by the car, it knocked loose the stuff in my inner ear. So this is my first time going on a, a really major roller coaster. So eek. <laughs> I don't really want to go back to that. So hopefully all my little ear crystals stay where they're supposed to stay. Yes. <laughs> hopefully my crystal stays where she's supposed to stay as well. well that's the goal. Yes. <laughs> And uh, coming up after this, we're going to talk to Dr. Jen, and she has tips for balancing indoor and outdoor workouts now that the weather is getting better. So stick around. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses 
and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away a hundred or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, And they also come in like a million different colors and styles. For your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clipout listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R dot com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste Texture, size. Yes. None of that with Hero Bread. No, because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs, they have like no substance to it. (laughs) It's like eating air. It is. And Hero Bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread. Like I did not feel like I was giving up something. I was surprised at how big each slice of bread was. Here's the real test of a piece of bread. (laughs) I didn't make a sandwich with these. I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to Hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Getting the psychological edge with Dr. Jen. Joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube is Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family, and child therapist and sports psychology consultant. She also has a wonderful app you might want to check out called No More Diets. It's Dr. Jen. Hello. Hi. Hello. So glad to have you here. Uh, Wendy Kisslinger has a question. She says that she always struggles during this month because it's so nice. She wants to be outside gardening or soaking up some vitamin D around the yard. When it's colder, she's inside doing strength, rowing her on the treadmill. And when it's back to mid-June, she'll be inside because it's so hot. (laughs) So she's trying to enjoy the moment, but she feels guilty and she's afraid she will completely stop exercising if she doesn't stay exercise inside what should she do well a few things first of all enjoy the nice weather enjoy the gardening it's good for your soul but also take your peloton workout outside like do an outdoor walk do an outdoor run get your check mark take your yoga mat outside like if you it sounds like you have a backyard if you're gardening or at least a balcony and like take your yoga mat outside and do some yoga, do some strength work out there, do some stretching, like think outside the box. Sometimes we think, oh, 
that one place where I do my workout is the only place. And it's easy to get stuck in that thinking. And I know that like there are times where Eric and my dad are working out in our gym. And then I'm like, oh, well, there's no room. I guess I can't work out. Well, you know what? I take my yoga mat upstairs <laughs> to the bedroom or into the kitchen or the living room or outside. And then I always kind of go, oh, you know what? Like I should do more of that. Like it's good to have a change of scenery. Like it kind of refreshes you. And it's one of those little things that you can do that kind of refreshes your workout, even if you're not doing something dramatically different. So I, I encourage people to do that even if it's not a weather-related thing, if it's just like, I need something to kind of refresh myself, try a change of location. That is a great idea. Sometimes I use my guide in the living room because it's upstairs uh, and everything else in, in my workout stuff is downstairs. So I kind of like that. It's nice. Sometimes I take nice the total change. outside. <laughs> Do <you> not. <laughs> It's, it's a little bit of work that's a workout all in itself yeah. and then i'm done and then the next day i hope it doesn't rain and i bring it back in. <laughs> this is why we don't ask tom for advice yes that's that's smart so yeah my biggest piece of advice is don't ask me for advice that's a good that yeah. is good advice it would be worthless at best oh. so well thank you so much for all that uh until next time where can we find you on all social media at Dr. Jen Man, two ends on Jen, two ends on man. Thank you. Instructors in the news. Graduation season is upon us, as I know, because I work in a venue that does like 30 graduations in six weeks. Sometimes yeah. we're doing four a day, and sometimes I work all four in a day. Yeah, I've done uh, that twice this year. Yes, it, but it's not heavy lifting. I sit at my desk and you just got to be there to make sure there. But nothing yeah. happens. But anyway, Peabody High had their graduation last week. And if you're asking why that matters, I would ask why you hate children. <laughs> no. um, <laughs> Peabody Veterans Memorial High is also the alma mater of Jess Sims. And they invited her to give the commencement address. That's right. She graduated in class of 20, uh, 2006, the year my daughter was born. So I just happened to know that was 16 years ago without having to do math. That's nice. <laughs> and uh, there were 368 graduates this year and she gave them all a, a rousing speech. Uh, and she, I love this. One of my least favorite phrases is I need to get back on track. We've all said it. I'm guilty of it as well, but it implies we've done something wrong and it implies there's only one track to get you somewhere. Have direction, but be open to another path to the detours to rerouting because that's where the magic is. It didn't make sense back then, but it absolutely does now. Tom, you say this to the kids all the time. Have a dream, but, but be prepared to pivot. Be prepared to pivot. Yes. So good advice. And then the rest of it was like a 20 minute speech and that was all she said. And then the rest of it, she just made him do burpees. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that does sound like just Sims, So <laughs> that makes sense. That tracks. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, And they're hard to do in a gown. <laughs> and uh, speaking of Jess Sims, she will be on Good Morning America. I think by the time you hear this, she will have already been on Good Morning America. Yeah, yeah. They announced all of their uh, guests and she, I believe, was on Thursday. Yeah, yeah so it Thursday. will be tomorrow for us, but it will be yesterday for you if you listen on day one. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so I like to think that in the morning network news shows, there's some sort of competition now. There's like a, a war brewing over getting... Peloton instructors on there. You think? Well, because the Today Show now has two, right? Yeah. 
So well, and the thing is, is that all of the today's show, all of the morning shows sound exactly the same to me. Yeah. So like you could tell me the names of them a million times and they will always be the same name to me. Like, like I'm like, I thought we already knew she was on here because she's like belongs there now. Yeah, because when I put it on the list, you were just like, but that's old news. I'm like, no, that's the today show. The, oh, <laughs> the today show for a long time listeners, you'll remember that's the one that used to be hosted by a monkey. <laughs> Well, and I see they're all the same. Okay. Well, they're not all the same. But they are. Good Morning America was never hosted by a monkey. Well, but they, they just, they're the same events to me. <laughs> they like are. So I can't, I can't keep it straight. They need to bring back a monkey morning hosts. And then I would be able to keep it straight. Yes. Like, that's the one with the monkey. Robin Arzan is participating in the Let Your Inner Elton Out campaign. Yeah, so I love that uh, she is participating. The Elton John's AIDS Foundation. Uh, so this initiative raises awareness and support for the vital work in the fight against AIDS. And this week is also the AIDS ride across America. It's like 545 miles or something. Um, it's a huge ride. So I love that there's all the all these AIDS initiatives happening uh, this month, especially with it being Pride Month. That's fabulous. So very cool. Uh, speaking of Pride Month, did we did we put something in here about what the studio looks like? Did we do that? Because if we didn't, we should talk about it here. Uh, well, let's talk about it here because it is not on the list. Yeah. So the studio got completely redecorated for Pride. All of the steps uh, are set up in rainbow and it is amazing. It's fabulous. <laughs> and look, I know that Peloton didn't celebrate every single event or uh, holiday this year. Uh, a lot of people are upset because they didn't do the exact same thing for the the veterans um, or Memorial Day and that kind of thing. I get it. Um, I am not a service member. I do appreciate service members, though. But I also would say that I don't they don't do it for any other holiday. Like, it's not like it's not like they did this and then left only the veterans out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And for all I know, they are planning on doing something for Veterans Day. Uh, that's in what, November? Yes, so, November 11th. Yeah. So you never know. We might still be getting something like that. And maybe Peloton will will hear people's upsetness and do that. But I love the way they set up the steps. I love the way it looks. I, You know, regardless of how a person feels about pride, I just don't know how you can see all the pretty rainbow colors and not see joy. I love them. I love, <laughs> I love Pride Month because there's rainbows freaking everywhere. It makes me so happy. <laughs> I love rainbows. Speaking of Robin Arzan, which we were, uh, she was on the Habits and Hustle podcast with Jennifer Cohen. So I am unfamiliar with that show. I am unfamiliar as well. But if you want to check it out, she was on episode 247. So go check it out. I did not listen. We didn't have time this week. So you're on your own. Cody Rigsby talked to Pop Sugar, uh, and it was like a live event. We have an article, but it's recapping a live event. Yeah, yeah. And so he went to the Pop Sugar like location, uh, and he talked about uh, a lot of stuff. But the thing that everyone is talking about, <laughs> I mean, last year it was such a huge ordeal that he broke up with his boyfriend. And, you know, people asked us, did he break up? Did he break up? They, they're unfollowing each other. We never talked about it because Cody never talked about it. Right. And like, we kind of have a rule that if a personal relationship thing gets posted, then we'll post it. But it wasn't posted anywhere. So we didn't post it. So at any rate, now he is back with his ex and he did talk about, he calls it hard relaunching his ex. <laughs> Okay. It sounds dirty. It does. 
I was like, uh, did, did his ex do a rebranding? I don't like know. Peloton? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's back with Andres Alfaro and uh, the internets are super happy about it. Uh, people are <laughs> posting about it everywhere, well, <laughs> including it- our guest last week, Moms of Peloton. She was yeah. like, I told you this was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it really wouldn't be a rebranding like Peloton because normally it's when you're single that you refocus on the apps. <laughs> <laughs> Well, congrats to yes. Cody for being on Pop Sugar and his relationship. <laughs> Jess King was on the Shift podcast. Yeah, episode 13. Uh, and they have her listed here as Peloton instructor, entrepreneur, and DJ. And it says that she... I, yes, that kind of DJ. I was DJing. Yes, yes, you were. And that she shares the best advice she's ever gotten and her favorite and least favorite quotes. So you can check it out on all the places where you would find podcasts. And coming up after this, we're going to talk to Angelo from MetPro. He's here to answer your fitness and nutrition questions. And this week, he has tips on how to breathe correctly. Somebody feels like they have forgotten how to breathe and they need to relearn it. And we need to get this information to them quickly before they suffocate. And consistency. And that. Clip out. Joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube from MetPro here to answer all of your fitness and nutrition questions. It's Angelo. Hello. Hi. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back. Well, thank you. I have a tricky question for you today. Tricky in that I'm going to take a couple of questions and kind of mush them together. Oh, I thought it was going to be like, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? You can answer that one, too. All All the wood. Okay. Could chuck if a woodchuck really could chuck wood. There you go. Okay. Well, no, there was nothing to do with that. But these are both going to be kind of short answers, I think. So that's why I'm kind of mushing them together. So several people asked me about consistency. Uh, that's That's their struggle, how to be consistent. So that's one of the things. But then the second thing is from Jason Colianis, and he would like to know, how to breathe better. He says breathing is his issue that he knows he can do better, like for FPT tests when it comes to cycling, but he breathes wrong. And he says he wishes he knew how to train himself to breathe differently, but he doesn't. He tends to be a broth, a mouth breather first. So. All right. Okay. So I suggest consistency in breathing, Jason. <laughs> I like what you did there. I like that. You like what I did there? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so real quick for you, Jason, uh, that is a thing. And actually, I've had a number of um, even elite athletes who say that their breathing isn't quite on. And so I am not personally an expert. I'm, I'm casually acquainted with it. I could give you the basics, but better that you get it from someone who specializes in that. But I can confirm this. Uh, Jason, there are specialists in breathing techniques, breathing both for therapy, for therapeutic reasons, but also for for athletic reasons to enhance, decrease your heart rate, et cetera, deep breathing. Uh, there's a lot of techniques. So you might look into the Wim Hof technique. Um, he's one, again, I can't personally speak to it. That's not my area of expertise, but I have had clients who have raved about it. Uh, and then a little bit more traditional approach would be to ask your physical therapist because they'll have diaphragmatic breathing expertise. They'll have training on that. They'll be able to assess any shallow breathing that will indeed affect your endurance athleticism. 
And if they aren't a specialist in it and you need more formal training, they'll also know the particular practitioners that can help you with that. Uh, there's going to be a lot of YouTube stuff, but if at all possible, Jason, I'd recommend looking into one of these specialists for exercise consistency. Actually, I was listening to one of our uh, MetPro Method podcasts that you did, and I think you were interviewing, was it Dr. Dr. Jeff? Oh, Dr. Jin Man. Um, let's see. That was it, or was it a, a, a the the, um, the recommendation was set your clothes out the night before. Yes, That's that is Dr. that is Jen. definitely Dr. Jin. <laughs> it was so good. I loved that. You know, I every I've been doing this twenty years, but I still let file away new little things. The other week, I learned there's a there's a study out that shows the color of plate you use. Uh, can impact portion control. Really? White plates cause you to eat more, which that was ironic because plates are usually white. Uh, and so when we were listening to Dr. Jen, that's such a, it's so simple, but so effective. And it really harmonizes with what I tell my clients. First of all, the number one thing is consistency. I lifted this many pounds. I ran that much distance. I don't care, John. I don't mm -hmm. care. I want to know how many days did you do it last week? Well, what do you want me to just exercise for 10 minutes? That's it. I want daily routine consistency as close to daily as you can reasonably do. Once consistency is there and only once consistency is there, then focus on intensity, duration, et cetera. The consistency is going to be the, the make or break factor. If you commit to it verbally, Tell your friends, tell your family what you're doing and when you're going to do it. It commits you to it. Set your clothes out the night before, like Dr. Jen said. It commits you to it. Statistically, every hour before noon you exercise, you are statistically more likely to follow through. So if possible, be an AM exerciser. If possible, work out first thing in the morning. Why? Because every hour of our busy lifestyle that goes by is just greater possibility that something is going to pop up that's going to derail you. If you cannot exercise in the morning, then your second best approach is to anchor your exercise to something you will not miss. If you drop off kids or pick them up at school, anchor to that. I work out right before, right after. If you drive home from work at the same time every day, anchor to that. I work out on my way home. See, little things like that can really make the difference in consistency, but I would really encourage you to throw away any preconceived ideas of what a workout should look like and first just focus, focus, focus on frequency. Once you have that habit, it is exponentially easier to add five minutes, add another mile, add another 10 pounds to a routine that's already in place. The biggest mistake I see is people make this big ordeal. Are you exercising regularly? No. Well, what'd you do yesterday? I got in my car. I drove to the gym. I brought my duffel bag with me. I did this hour and a half boot camp. I spent another half hour showering and cleaning up, and then I drove 45 minutes home. I said, great. You just showed me an example of something you will never do with consistency. <laughs> Amen. What yeah. I honestly want is you to say, I didn't have a lot of time, but I made sure that I did 10 lunges, 10 push-ups, 10 sit-ups, three rounds. I was done in six minutes, but I've done it every day this week. That I can work with. 
consistency. So consistency is key. Figure the lowest, simplest common denominator that you can follow through with. Commit to it. And once you've been consistent for three weeks, then worry about adding intensity, adding duration, adding mileage, time, load, all those good things. Oh, preach, Angelo. Preach. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you very much for all of that. If people would like this sort of stuff just for them, where can they find you? Please come visit with us, uh, metpro.co slash TCO. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Checking out the competition. So apparently there's something called P-Valve. <laughs> and uh, they threw a bunch of money at Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. So supposedly, supposedly she said that she's working with this company because she really enjoys them. Like okay. she said that it's not about the money. I mean, she didn't say it wasn't about the money. Yeah. That actually is not in here. I mean, I'm sure she's getting paid. I also am sure she's doing just fine, whether P-Valve pays her or not. <laughs> Agreed. But, you know, the reason that we mentioned this is we found it interesting how similar it is to like what Peloton is doing with Peloton Gym. Yeah. Uh, and so we wanted to make sure that we highlighted that. But Jennifer Aniston said that she's kind of done with all the like you know, hour long cardio classes. She's done with CrossFit. She felt like for her, those things didn't work. They were too harsh and that she really likes P-Volve because it uses a lot of functional fitness, which again is what you see a lot from the new Peloton gym and uh, Peloton gym and also Peloton strength classes. Uh, So she wanted to partner with them because they have a whole line of not only equipment that you can get, but they also have classes. And so similar to what Peloton is doing with their tiered fitness, they have Pvolve also has a list of different class tiers that you can do. So you can choose to have a bunch of different things. You can also take classes with the instructors themselves, like one-on-one, which is something that people have asked for forever. Uh, and they even have uh, on-demand workouts that gen- that supposedly Jennifer Aniston has chosen and they are called Jin's Picks in a collection. So uh, it's an interesting partnership. We've never seen Jennifer Aniston team up with somebody in a fitness kind of thing like this. So it was worth mentioning for a lot of reasons. And Apple Fitness has uh, snagged what a lot of people think is one of Peloton's best features. All right. I'll be honest. I never got to read this. Okay. So from what I can gather, I think it's the stacking. Oh, Okay, yeah, you can stack classes in the app, meaning they'll play back to back rather than having to return to your home screen. And so and yeah, people are super excited about it. So we wanted to mention that I kept trying to get this to load the other day and we didn't have any internet. And I was like, Oh, I want to see what they stole. (laughs) Um, And I, I don't even know if you can call it stealing anymore. Like, I mean, is it really that? complex of an idea to be like we should <laughs> make a list of classes it's people can not, take but at the same time nobody else did nobody it nobody else these apps like this have been around for a long time and nobody had thought of it till then so that is fair. Uh, you know there is that oh my god does this mean there's gonna be another lawsuit <laughs> well uh, at least this time they won't be the ones getting sued <sighs> yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens it'll be some guy that uh did lined up his cassette tapes in order <laughs> 45 years ago and he's going to say no i invented continuous play i have a patent on it from 1971 you never know yes never know see what come out of the woodworks that they do peloton artist collaboration 
So it's not quite an artist collaboration, but uh, it's very appropriate since we're at Disney. Yes, <laughs> dude, I loved the new Little Mermaid movie. I loved it so much. Now it's still different from the classic. I will never not love the classic. You can't take away the classic from me. Yeah, that was my first animated princess film. That was just like. Oh, my God. Amazing. And of course, I had to sing part of your world while I watched the movie in my head. I didn't do that out loud. (laughs) Yes. But uh, the movie was really good. And uh, I love that they are doing that Peloton is teaming up with Disney and there's a whole bunch of Little Mermaid classes. They're cycling. Which seems cruel. (laughs) I mean, mermaids can't cycle. Like what? What about representation? Like this is harsh. Well, because she became part of our world, so then she can cycle. Okay, but she can't sing along. Oh dang! No, she gets her voice back at the end. Uh, did you even watch this movie? When she gets legs, she loses her voice, so she can take the class, but she can't sing along. Oh, uh, there. So there's cycling classes. I mean, basically all of the different formats there are classes for, and there were some on demand too. So there's live ones this week, but there's also on demand and. We wanted to make sure that we noted that uh, Tom and his uh, crew over at Real Spoilers, they also uh, did spoil this movie. So if you want to listen to that, it's a fun one. Uh, And what episode is that? Like a million? 740. It's in there. If you scroll back down, I put it in there. Yeah. I think it's by the time this comes out, it will be two episodes ago. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and also make sure that you check out all of the outfits that all of the instructors had. Brittany Allen designed, as usual, a few of them. And uh, they, they're pretty fun. They're pretty fun. So check them out. I love all the mermaid stuff. I want to buy all the mermaid things. I think you're well on your way. I know. <laughs> Past guest update. Okay. So just a heads up, uh, we have three past guest updates this week and they all kind of suck. So they're all very sad, but we still wanted to share them with you. So first is, uh, as some of you might be aware, Dr. Jen Mann's mother passed away, uh, shortly after we recorded last week's episode. And, uh, I, we've alluded to this on the podcast before, but I don't know if we've ever flat out said it, who her parents are, but her parents are Barry Mann and Cynthia Weil. I think I'm saying that right. I've only ever seen it written. I've never actually heard it said. Uh, but they are a very successful songwriting team. And by very successful, I mean... Freaking ri- legendary. Ridiculously f- successful. Yeah. Like, 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 wrap your head around the fact that they co-wrote You Lost That Loving Feeling. That That is literally literally and i i want to stress the fact that i'm using the word literally properly here <laughs> it is literally the most played song of the 20th century that's hard to believe like wrap your head around creating even one song like that but they've got tons oh my god it is just ridiculous the songs that they've written that you know like they i just a quick scroll through through uh, the Wikipedia, they wrote Uptown for the Crystals. They wrote Blame It on the Bossa Nova. They wrote On Broadway, which was recorded by the Drifters and George Benson. They wrote uh, Walking in the Rain for the Ronettes, Saturday Night at the Movies. Uh, we got to get out of this place by the animals. I love that We got to get out of this place by the animals. Kicks by Paul Revere and the Raiders, although they, it was also recorded by the Monkees. They wrote two songs for the Monkees. Uh, 
Love is Only Sleeping in Shades of Grey. They wrote uh, oh, what Make Your Own Kind of Music, which is currently featured in the Barbie trailer, which that movie looks like it's going to be really fun. It does. I can't uh, wait to see that. Yeah. I mean, it's just Here You, here come, you come Again. Here You Come Again, which oh. I think that was that. One they that wrote, was Dolly Parton. Yeah, I couldn't remember if that was one they wrote together or. It, if, uh, well, it said it says right there. It says well, actually, it just says it doesn't say. But I know Dolly Parton gave. Uh, so Cynthia Weil has had a ton of really really sweet memorials this week. Yes, Carol King has done a memorial to her. Diane Warren, Dolly Parton, yeah, and all of them just talked about like what an incredible uh, writer Cynthia Weil was. And she's just also like, not only not on, somewhere out there, like on the, yeah, somewhere <laughs> out there. Don't know much. Just once by Quincy Jones, never going to let you go by Dionne Warwick. Uh, what she wrote, uh, oh, she wrote a big, uh, Lana Ritchie song too, that I'm blanking on. But uh, one, one thing that I want to make sure that we mentioned though, is not only was she incredibly successful and amazing, but like, Dr. Jen is really, really close with her mom very, and her dad. And, very, very. Uh, you know, we've known Dr. Jen for a long time now. And, uh, you know, she always speaks very, very highly of her mother. And like they have a super, super close relationship. And our our thoughts just go out to her because this is it's always hard to lose a parent. But I can't imagine losing a parent in such a public way. Yeah. And, and then feeling so close to them and having to process all of that. So. You know, uh, I just I have no idea when Dr. Jen will come back to the show. We have a few episodes that are going to be recorded with her, but I, I don't know if she needs to take some time. Like it's it's going to it's going to be a hard time and yeah. we want to support her, whatever she needs. If she's like, I need to focus and just, you know, do life as normal. We are there for her. And if she's like, I need some time, take some time. I mean, by all means. And uh, our thoughts go out to the the whole family and uh the world really did lose a very, very special person. So. Absolutely. And continuing our run of uh, bad past guest updates. Sad. Uh, yes. Uh, Allie on the run announced this week that she has cancer. Yeah, uh, this is uh, just devastating. Allie is 38 years old. Uh, she just ran the Eugene Marathon and she said that she had just gotten a personal best and she was in the strongest that she had ever felt and that that week she felt a lump in that she felt another lump the day uh, that she was at the airport and then she went to the doctor just to be sure and then they found another lump and uh, so we know that she has bilateral uh, duct cancer and it it's not called exactly that it was bilateral something but it's down here below and I can't see it and I'm bad with medical terms invasive ductal carcinoma bilateral breast cancer so, you know, uh, this sucks. This sucks. And uh, she's going to be having surgery in June. And uh, then she's going to have to do chemotherapy. So if uh, you follow Allie on the run, she is a really, really special lady. And uh, she does a lot for the running community. Um, and she's also just a an incredibly sweet person. And I know a lot of the instructors are, are standing behind her and sending her lots of love. But I know that it would mean a lot to her to to feel it from the entire community, uh, Peloton community at large. So anybody out there that wants to send her well wishes, I know she would appreciate it. So Let's uh, let's keep her lifted up during this very, very difficult time. And we have yet another past guest going through a similar situation. 
Absolutely. Uh, Karen Allen Ruddy, who you guys might remember as the wonderful, wonderful, sweet lady who created thousands, and I do mean thousands of masks during the pandemic, uh, and sent them to people for That's free. Right. And, and I think some people have already kind of forgotten at the beginning of the pandemic how difficult it was to find masks because they were making sure all the medical grade masks were getting shipped to frontline healthcare workers. Yeah. And and Karen Allen Ruddy uh, not only has made masks for people, but she constantly, and I do mean constantly, surprises people with sending them little things in the mail by surprising them like, hey, it's your milestone. And then she'll just send them like beautiful handmade things in the mail to celebrate. So uh, she is also just found out that she has breast cancer. Uh, she had a manogram and a sonogram and it was followed by a biopsy and now she has cancer. Uh, stage one and uh, this stage one is good because that means they caught it early and we are going to be cheering her on and uh, you can you can find her over in the JSS tribe where she posted this and all of our past guest updates that we have talked about today. Uh, they are all wonderful parts of the clip out community and we love them dearly and we want to send all all of our love to everybody and our support to everybody. So, uh, so, so much, so much to get through. The world just keeps on handing us curveballs. Sometimes that is true. In case you missed it. So there is lots of stuff coming up this month at Peloton for people. Yeah, they are hitting the content hard. Uh, Pulse Hour Live classes. All right, so let me tell you about these. Are These are bar and Pilates classes. They call it the best of. But here's the cool thing. They're live every Monday through Friday at 930 a.m. Eastern. I love them because they they vary in time from 10 minutes to 30 minutes. My only problem with this is Pulse Hour Really? <laughs> 10 minute classes and you're calling it pulse hour? Uh, come on. <laughs> That's my only issue with it. I love that they're adding these in because they're great to have live. You could stack these on to anything. Like, I don't care what your workout is through the day. You can totally do a 10 minute bar class or a 15 minute Pilates class. Like, that's fun. I love that. that these are great to stack and add to your day. But uh, yeah, not not happy with the name. Uh, Little Kim inspired classes. There's a ton of them. Uh, so you can ride, you can run, you can lift and row. These all start this week. Uh, we have everything from tread boot, boot camps to rides to runs. And like I said, rowing. Also, Tupac classes. That's right. We had a whole artist collaboration back in April. But this month, there are two German ones being added. And I believe it's they're both on June 14th and uh, there's going to be a run and there's going to be a ride both in German. Uh, and then we have Ava Max classes. People are so excited about this. So there are a ton of them, a ton of classes that that, that are going to be starting and those start June 8th. Then, of course, we have the Peloton Pride classes. Now, there have already been several that are on core, but we have a bunch of new classes. Those start on June June 10th, uh, there's going to be all kinds of different cl pride classes as well. Uh, not to mention, like we said earlier, that we have the entire studio decorated. So that's a lot of fun. Now, if you are a basketball fan, we also have NBA finals classes uh, celebrated by Larry, the NBA trophy that is is being passed around the Peloton studio. I have no idea why his name is Larry. I don't know if that's some kind of Larry <laughs> that, Bird thing. I don't know what is happening. First I've heard, I've never knew that. And so I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, the, the trophy the, has a name. If you look at the trophy, yeah. if you look at Peloton, 
couple of times post. They're like, how many people can, how many instructors can Larry meet in an an afternoon? So I don't know where this came from, but we don't follow sports. So maybe this is like, is this Larry Bird? I don't know. I would think it would be older than that. I don't know. know But I don't know. But. But what I do know is Peloton partnered with the NBA to create a series of workouts that are inspired by basketball. So you can, in theory, join these classes to feel like a pro athlete. I don't think that they would make me feel that way, but maybe they will for you. Uh, Anyway, there's a ton of them. So check those out as well. Lots of fun stuff going on in June. There is also a new two-for-one outdoor walk featuring Maddie Majacomo and John Hosking. Listen, you need to stop what you were doing and take this class immediately. Uh, this is my favorite class right now. Uh, I First of all, it's it's my favorite because I took this as an outdoor class during whenever I went through and did my first run outdoor through the route that I got hit. But also, uh, Maddie and John Hosking are just like the best like light and fluffy and fun, also kind of flirty, uh, <laughs> which was fun in its own way. Uh, I saw one person say that that their conversation made them blush a little. <laughs> uh, they have a new they have a new mashup name. It is Mahoski. Uh, and they they came up or maybe it was Majoski. I'm sorry, Majoski, and that came up during the uh, the run slash walk. Now, my favorite part about this was that they actually recorded this in two separate studios. So John Hosking was in London, Maddie was in the U.S., and they put this together. This is just awesome. I know that that's kind of a spoiler to tell you that, but I thought it was great. <laughs> and uh, they they kind of hinted that there's going to be a ton more outdoor content coming, which made me very, very excited. There was a lot of conversation about that as well. Awesome. Yeah. Aerobics are back. <laughs> Kick it old school. Get your leg warmers out. Yeah, this is fun. Uh, so uh, Rebecca Kennedy has a new series called Lit. So we talk a lot about high intensity training, right? But something that we never talk about is low intensity in, in interval training. And that's Lit. Uh, so <laughs> that's uh, pretty cool. Uh, there are a whole bunch of these classes. Now, Peloton has not given these classes their own special little place to live. So uh, if you are interested in that, what you need to do is fill out the form that you can go. You can go find very easily on our website. It's right in the article. You can click and you can tell Peloton. We want to have a collection just for these. Do not send it to Rebecca Kennedy's inbox because (laughs) she can't do anything about it. Do not send it over to the admin Tammy Lynn, because Tammy can't do anything about it. But if you send it to Peloton, they can. So this is a lot of fun. People are absolutely loving these classes. They are huge this week. Everybody is talking about them. So if you haven't gotten a chance to check them out, please do. It's a really fun way to check up to like change up your activity for the week. And it's a great way to get a good workout in whenever you're not feeling like, oh, I need to hit it as hard as I did yesterday. We also have to talk about a new, uh, new all the stuff happening at Peloton Studios. So Hannah Corbin just released her season four country happy hour. And all of the instructors are talking about it, uh, presumably because it has so many of the country stars supporting it. So, uh, Tom, do you want to run through who all these are? Yeah, I think I saw Dirk Bentley. Luke Bryan? Was yeah, he one of them? I think so. Uh, Brothers Osborne. I'm just doing this off the top of my head. The video hasn't cycled back around. Uh, 
Kylie Morgan. There we go. That's the other one I was forgetting. So, uh, yeah, lots of big names. Not oh, Jordan Davis. Yeah. We actually met him. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Well, I think, didn't we meet Luke Bryan too? No. Oh, we met okay. Luke Combs. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Too many Lukes. Yes. In country music. Anyway, they start Friday, June 9th. So the first day, they, if you are listening to this on the first day, they start today, 3 p.m. Eastern. We talked earlier in the show about Peloton on tour, and we would be remiss to not inform you that there is also clothing available that celebrates Peloton on tour. Yes. Well, it's it does and it doesn't uh, because really it's it's cities, but it's not the cities that they're going to be in for their on tour. So we've got uh, New York City, Boston and New Jersey. And everyone is really confused about the inclusion of Texas. Yeah. Like they, they know that's not a city, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, everything is bigger there. I mean, but it's so weird. It's like yeah. Boston, New York City, Texas. Right. <laughs> so if you go to view all, it cracks me up every time. And people like go to view all, like right in the center of the screen there, babe. If you scroll down, it's like city, 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 state. Like, what is up with that? Yeah, that's pretty weird. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand what they were thinking here, but yeah. Uh, we also have a high energy row experience with Ash Pryor. Yes, which is a new class type. So it's going to be a row. Nothing crazy about that. But high energy is. So high energy music started in the 1980s, early 1980s. And it's like a fusion of disco and rock and electronic dance music. So a great example of it is Donna Summer's I Feel Love. There's also some other really, really popular uh, tracks like Four Minutes by Madonna or Can't Stop the Music by The Village People or Gonna Make You Sweat uh, by CNC Music Factory. So uh, we are really curious to see if any of those classes make Ash Pryor's list. And we're also curious to see, will there be more of these? Because this is the first time we've ever seen this particular music type at Peloton. Interesting. Peloton birthdays. And finally, we have one birthday this week, and it's from Jocelyn Thompson Rule. And she was born on June 15th. So send her a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Jocelyn. JTR. And coming up next, we're going to talk to Dustin Gianelli. This is a fascinating interview. Fascinating. You must listen. Because he can't. Right? Yeah, exactly. Well, I guess he can because he has he has assistance, but he's deaf. And so he uses Bluetooth to be able to listen to Peloton instructors. And he tells you all about what that entails and how amazing it is. Uh, all the diversity and inclusion stuff that they do in order for him as someone who is deaf to still be able to utilize his Peloton. So uh, stick around. You're definitely going to want to check that out. Can I also say special shout out to Danielle for linking us up with yes. Dustin. Danielle was the the very, very nice lady who invited us to Runway of Dreams and ah. opened us up to a whole um, a whole world of of inclusion that we are so excited to be a part of. So thank you for that. Checking in with the Peloton community. Joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Dustin Gianelli. Hey, Dustin, how's it going? Doing well. Thanks for having me. How are you? We good. are so good. We're so happy to have you here. I always like to start off and give people a little background about our guests, about how they originally found Peloton and decided this was a good fit for them. Let's start there. Awesome. So my girlfriend at the time, now fiance, 
she was a big Peloton rider and got me into it. Of course, it was the pandemic. So every time I went to visit her, I would hop on the bike. And <laughs> thankfully, the captions were readily available for me, making it extremely inclusive and made it a good workout for me when couldn't go to the gym anymore. So Yeah, and I guess we should kind of also start with the captions are important to you specifically because you have a hearing impairment. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Profoundly deaf, and I've worn hearing aids since I was five years old. Okay. Wow. So if we can ask, how's the technology on that work if you're profoundly deaf? Because like, Right now, we're talking to you over Zoom. You know this. I'm telling this to the listeners. <laughs> so he's not just like, yeah, I know what we're doing. <laughs> but we're not using any additional equipment on our end. Yeah. So how does that function for you? So this particular hearing aid model has Bluetooth. And so I'm able to Bluetooth my hearing aids to my cell phone, to my MacBook, to the Peloton. Wow. And all day long, I'm disconnecting, connecting, disconnecting, connecting, depending on where my call or activity is. My first thought is, I know how frustrated I get when my Bluetooth won't connect, <laughs> and I don't actually need it. So I can't right. even imagine yeah. how mad I'd get if I truly had a need, an honest-to-God need for it. You also, know? we are terrible about like leaving it connected to the car while trying to use it somewhere else, and then like you're yelling at somebody in the car. And, you know what I mean? Like It's all over the place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I haven't been in that kind of situation. However, I couldn't figure out why my phone wouldn't connect, and it was because the hearing aid were connected to the Peloton, even though the Peloton was not on. Ah! So then I realized, let me try to put it back on and see if it's still connected. Sure enough, it was. I was disconnected. And so now I learned my lesson. So I'm just curious. But you said a PR. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I did today, too, actually. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm curious when that kind of technology was available in hearing aids, because I have never even heard of that. Not that Not I'm intended, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> never heard of it. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Up until the last few years, has it been available? My previous hearing aid, same brand, I've worn the same brand my whole life called Phonak. And this is my fourth pair lifelong. But the previous pair, I had an adapter oh, that okay. allowed for Bluetooth. This hearing aid allows for Bluetooth seamlessly. Wow. That's awesome. So That's amazing. I'm just curious as the technology advances, because Bluetooth is obviously a very common technology at this point. Does that make the pricing for you go up or down? Oh, good question. Of course. Way up. I was, yeah, I was just so. like, oh, it's in everything. My toaster yeah, has Bluetooth. Yeah, like you right? would think like the more readily available it is, the easier it would be for them to integrate it, therefore making it cheaper. But we should know better. We should know better. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately not. So how did hearing aids operate for you prior to the introduction of Bluetooth technology? Well, luckily I got these right before the pandemic. Uh, okay. So thank God I was able to experience the pandemic in full with Bluetooth. <laughs> right? Like I would have been lost. <laughs> so lost. But before I actually used the big over the ear headphones on top of my hearing aids. Oh wow. And if that had Bluetooth, great. It wasn't a direct to the ear connection. There was interruption there between even that distance from the headphone to the hearing aid is not direct. Right. So that made it very, very challenging. And anytime I have to wear a different headphone 
anything that requires me to take out my hearing aid and put on a different headphone right. that's not catered to my hearing loss, it's not efficient. So that's why all the more I appreciate the ability to Bluetooth my hearing aids into the Peloton. It's like I'm friends with all the instructors, <laughs> right? They're talking directly to me. Yeah. Right? So Kendall, Jess King, Cody, Alex Toussaint, Emma Lovewell. I mean, they're all awesome. I could go down the whole list. I appreciate every single one of them. <laughs> I bet. So when you Bluetooth in like that, do you still have the ability to hear the other sound in the room or are you only hearing what you're connected to via Bluetooth? I can. It is almost like a noise block in a way. Uh-huh. But if someone was to walk by, I could hear them a bit. But gotcha. I'm tuned into you guys. Today. <laughs> <laughs> I just know how easily I'm startled. So that's I, what I was thinking. Yeah. I was like, if I couldn't hear the other noises of all I could hear was. Yeah, like if he's yeah. working out and he's wearing headphones, because he does tonal, he doesn't do Peloton, but he does tonal. And so if I come downstairs and he has his headphones on. She will scare the shit out of me Even when I'm trying not time. to. I'm always yeah. like trying to like get his attention. She does her best. I really do. And still and just a, every little, time. a little bit of he, pee comes well, out. Well, that brings up an interesting point, right? For people that are deaf, and there's a difference between capital D deaf and lowercase d deaf, if you know, and I identify as lowercase d deaf. Okay. Meaning... Although I'm profoundly deaf, there are people that are capital D deaf that are profoundly D deaf as well. So when you try to get the attention of somebody that is deaf that's not facing you, similar to what you just did, Crystal, it's one of these. Yeah. It's a stomp on the ground. It's a bang on the wall. We feel those vibrations. Really? And my fiance will be in the next room over and she'll do that. And I hear and feel that more than I would even hear her voice. Wow. Wow. I guess that's one of the things they talk about when they say that, like, your other senses kind of tune. You get more attuned in some ways. So absolutely, I'm sure absolutely. I ignore the vibrations all the time. They're all around us, right? Like, it's constantly things happening and probably just kind of tune it out because I don't exactly. need it in the same way. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't work for me. I would still get scared. Yeah, you would. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to start banging defense, on the wall when I come downstairs. In my defense, <laughs> I'm a pussy. So... <laughs> <laughs> well, at least we cleared that up. Yes. Yes. I just put that on front. Well, now tree. the path's open. Right. Capital P. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, then... I'm glad you're okay with it. Yeah. No, I embrace it. Yeah. He it's definitely embraces. Yes. Yeah. He's very okay with his, his lack of. Man's um, got to know his limitations. That's right. He doesn't build things. He doesn't put no. things together. He doesn't I don't fix change things. my own wipers. No. I don't do any of that no. stuff. No. He's okay with that. He's okay. (laughs) So kind of going back to the Peloton side of things, then you mentioned that your girlfriend had the Peloton, now fiance. And I'm curious, were you doing any kind of workouts before that? Like, had you been a person who had been active most of your life or were you like never active and this was a new thing for you? Very active. Played sports my entire life, basketball, soccer, baseball, football, you name it. At UNH, University of New Hampshire, I did every single intramural sport they had. In terms of working out daily, we would go to the gym, boxing, weightlifting workout. But as soon as the pandemic happened, there was no more group settings, workouts. Yeah. Peloton was the best thing. And really, I was able to connect with that brand, the people, the instructors. You have people like Kendall Toole and Alex Toussaint that are very open about mental health and 
at the beginning of the pandemic, I mean, I'm a people person, right? I thrive on being around people and presenting and sales and marketing my entire life. And when you can't do that and everything goes virtual and you're deaf and you're inside your own head at times and it's challenging. So that was an outlet for me. And just to know that they thought of people like me when designing this product, adding captions and adding the ability to Bluetooth, that means a lot. And I have this overwhelming sense of responsibility to let everybody else know because there's 50 million people that are deaf or hard of hearing in this country alone. Wow. Wow. I didn't know the number was that large. It's one of those things that like, I just am constantly learning things from our guests. And so I always appreciate that. Like, I had no idea the number was that large. I really didn't. 430 million globally. And that number is going to increase to over 700 million by 2050. So we're not going anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) But the whole idea is, right, the number is increasing and access is becoming more and more important, right? So when diversity, equity, inclusion, accessibility champions learn from one another and create new standards for people with disabilities, I mean, it's so important because the pandemic's silver lining was we need to take a step back. And there's people in this country, in this world that are not performing to the best of their abilities, right? Yeah, we don't get there's space. There's million people in the country alone that are deaf or that could benefit from hearing aids, yet 16 to 20% get the help they need. What's the stumbling block there? Is it, Is it cost? Financial or? Financial, confidence, they're embarrassed, right? Or what if their employer says, oh, you have a disability, we can't accommodate that. Or, right, so there's so many different reasons, but that's all being addressed, and now there's so many solutions. There's over-the-counter hearing aids making it easier and more affordable for people to buy hearing aids. So there's so many new solutions out there. Every time we go in Costco, they got a whole... I didn't realize that. I didn't realize they were over the counter. I thought you still had to like go through a process to get them. So that's new information. I I guess it's kind of like glasses. Yeah. It's like I have minor breeders. I buy them by the case at (laughs) off Amazon. Because you know you're going to lose one. Yeah, exactly. I station them throughout the house. I'm like, these are my TV (laughs) glasses. These are my reading before bed glasses. Let's just call it. These are my pooping glasses. Dustin, it's so funny. He'll be like, oh, these are my podcasting glasses. I I have to take them back downstairs. I accidentally brought my podcasting glasses upstairs. I have to. Them back downstairs. Well, because I know if I don't take them back downstairs, when we sit down to podcast, I'm gonna be like, "Where the hell are my glasses?" Right. So I guess it's kind of like that. That if at some point I get to the point where I need prescriptions, but right now I can get away with just one-time magnification. So maybe the hearing aids work the same way. I don't know. There's two different options, really. You can set an appointment with an audiologist and be prescribed, if you will, a different type of hearing aid. For me, I have a very significant hearing loss, sure. so I would always go to an audiologist. Sure. If you're someone that has very minimal hearing loss, call it mild or moderate. There's a whole spectrum, right? So yeah. You can get away with a trial. Go to CVS, go to Walgreens, Costco, BJ's, anywhere to try something out. And if it works out for you, great. If not, usually have a 30 to 45 day return policy and return it and try another one. But oh. it's definitely more challenging when you have a more significant hero. I sure. Bet. Yeah. yeah. The, I guess as you age or you expose yourself, I don't want to tell you what I do for a living <laughs> because I feel like I play a role 
in the hearing loss. I book rock concerts for a living. So, so really? yeah. So like I'm part of the problem, I'm sure, or at least that industry is because they're loud. I don't go out there yeah. and watch them hardly anymore. Luckily for me, I can just shut off my hearing aids when it gets too loud. Yeah. And I do. Yeah. So if you go to a concert and you turn them off, is it still clear enough for you or does it sound muddy? No, it's definitely challenging. And I can't, like, speech clarity is right. very challenging. So a lot of times in a loud environment, like a concert, even a restaurant, a bar, anywhere, I shut one off so that I can feel and hear the bass better. Okay. Oh. Interesting. And then I can hear the volume on this side. So it kind of balances a little yeah. bit better. There's an app and all for the phone that I can make changes, but concerts and sporting events... It's just too overbearing to keep yeah. them both on. Yeah, I can just have a little bit of imagining how that feels because when I'm in an environment where there's a lot of background noise, I have a hard time following multiple conversations. Like if people are talking, it's like if there's people in a group all talking, it's hard for me to distinguish between like, oh, this person is talking to me. I have to really concentrate on what they're saying. And in my brain, like hears these other things and it gets very muddy. And so I feel like that's just a tiny little feeling of what that when must I be like. When I do speaking engagements, I somebody might ask a question without raising their hand. And I always encourage, let's go back to elementary school. Let's raise our hand. <laughs> and then that way I also pass around my, Roger Bluetooth microphone oh. and that way it that that product Bluetooth to my ears so they pass it around to whomever is speaking and it's so helpful for me wow that's awesome are, that is. So are like movie theaters starting to incorporate this technology can you go to a movie theater and just Bluetooth what a great into them? question not yet oh. not yet there is a solution out there that I'm interested in and hoping that that becomes a universal standard but that is not possible however movie theaters do have Personal closed caption devices. Oh. So if you go to the guest services, it's a little cup holder device and like an octopus arm. And you can just kind of position it right under the screen so that you can have your own personal caption. Yeah, I've seen that. Like some theaters, like if you look behind you, there's like a scroll going along the I top. I have not noticed and it's that. it's backwards. And it's like then when you would see it, they would watch it in a mirror, yeah. essentially, and it would flip it for them. But I've noticed more and more locally that there's screenings where the closed captioning is just on, especially now that movies are delivered digitally instead of yep. on film print, they can just right. add that. And so like, it was funny, the first time I walked into one, I bought tickets by accident because it's just, I was like, oh, this time works for me. And I go in and I sit down and like there's closed caption on the screen. I was like, why are the closed captions on? And after about three minutes, I was like, oh, thank God the closed captions are on. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like we watch TV with the closed captions on all the time. We now. never watch shows yeah. without closed captions on. Like the it's audio so much mixing is, can get all so spotty. All show. favorite shows, yeah. Yeah. Blinders, right? Game of Thrones. <laughs> Especially if there's Ozark. accents. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Like, it's so tough. But yeah. the statistic is over 85% of people that use closed captions caption daily are not deaf or hard of hearing. Yeah. I believe that. I believe it. Yeah. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. There are lots of times when, when it's like, I only know what they said because it's on the closed caption or like, oh, that's not what I thought they said. And it would have totally changed the meaning of the show. When you see the names of the characters, now you know the names. You're reading the names. For sure. Again, they're talking to you. <laughs> although, although sometimes you accidentally get spoilers from the closed that's captions. True. Like if they're that kind of true. withholding the identity of a character and then somebody types in the closed caption the character's I name. I thought he was dead. Right. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or like if there's a voice off screen, but you're not supposed to know who it is yet. And they're like, oh, exactly. yeah, I, was, I have had things occasionally ruined by yeah. voice captioning. But that's getting a lot more rare, rarer. When I, where they're getting better at programming those things. Yeah, I think they're more cognizant of how many people are doing that. And yeah. they're trying to be better about not ruining stories. And I'm curious, again, going back to Peloton, when you said that you connected with the instructors, I remember that you had spearheaded a collaboration with them on International Persons of Disability Day, highlighting accessibility, diversity and inclusion. How did that come to be? I'm curious about that. That was a fun video, right? So I had my friend come with me. We were actually going to a Red Sox game and the mall is right nearby, Copley Mall in Boston. And I said, Steve, can you film me? So I set up an appointment and all, and we filmed it and turned out to be a fun video that Peloton saw and said, hey, can we feature this on that holiday? And I said, absolutely. They did a blog post and everything. So I got a chance to work with their social media team. And I mean, they were fabulous and it hit a lot of people and it went viral and I think if you look now, maybe over 600,000 views, 17,000 comments. I was wearing a clear mask. Right? Yeah, I, I saw still, that. Yeah. It was still in public and pandemic was still lively. Lively, I like and that. And <laughs> sure, some of the comments were like, take that mask no. off, you look like a clown. But I don't care what I look like. But yeah. I need everybody else to wear this clear mask. Right. I'm wearing it so that people are aware that it exists. Right. What a great point. You're not the only one that needs to read lips. I'm actually deaf. I read lips for a living. Yeah. Yeah. And so it is what it is. But at the end of the day, it was nothing but positivity and, and awareness. And it was a fun collaboration. That's awesome. And we watched the video. I loved the video. I like how you highlighted all the cool features on the Bike Plus. Like, that's awesome. Because I think there were a lot of people that were so moved by the video because they didn't realize that those those options were even there. So you really raised a lot of awareness for that. And that's really, really cool. I mean, yeah, Peloton was like, hey, we added these things, but they didn't like spell it out and show somebody right. using it. And that's it very never- different. Hey, Deaf America, right? <laughs> right. Like, this is something that, again, I have that overwhelming sense of responsibility to help bring awareness to it. And that's what we did. I'm glad you did. Let me give you guys a heads up. My battery just drained so fast because it's a Zoom. Okay. And okay. I don't have my charger, but I can always hop on the phone. Okay. Okay. I appreciate you giving us a heads up, but I think we're fairly close. To- I'd say we have maybe five more minutes. Most. Yeah, max? yeah that should be fun. Okay, okay great, cool. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Okay. So I guess my next question is, what's the battery life on these things? <laughs> like, I hadn't thought about that, but I guess you do you have like multiples that you yeah, keep what around a great in real question. life when you're out on the street? I just changed the batteries this morning. I always bring with me usually seven days seven to ten days depending on the bluetooth usage right throughout the week but again i'm very active and always listening to something podcast i got sure you'll like this one i got into podcast not too long ago especially right when i got the hearing aid before the pandemic because i could finally hear what was being said. Yeah. That's great. Um, so I got into Smartless with Jason Bateman. Yeah, and Sean Hayes. I haven't listened, but I've heard great things. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's awesome. So I got into a few motivational speaking podcasts and it's a great workout content. That's awesome. That is awesome. So what is your Peloton leaderboard name and how'd you come up with it? It's Here's Dustin. H-E-A-R-S Dustin, a pun on here is Dustin. I love it. Um, And yeah, that's my brand. It's all about sharing that awareness and positivity, especially for the kids, right? There's kids sitting in my shoes that are struggling. 
right? This is all new to them. They don't know how to handle their hearing loss or get the help they need. And they don't know what they don't know. Here's Dustin with X, Y, and Z. That's what it's all about. Awesome. And do you have a preferred instructor? Preferred? I'm going to have to go with this morning's ride was amazing. I don't know why it took me so long to catch Kendall Tool's mental health awareness ride. I know this month is mental health awareness month and I wanted to get a good workout and I went to her 2022 mental health awareness ride and had my PR. So uh, yeah, Kendall, I really connect with her. She's not afraid to talk about depression and the ups and downs in life. And we've connected on Instagram a little bit. I look forward to meeting her in person. That's awesome. Yeah, And I guess since you don't live too far, you might get into the studio more often than those of us that live in the middle of the country. (laughs) (laughs) I plan on being in the city at some point soon, hopefully in a month or so after the wedding craziness. So we'll get there, though. Yeah. Awesome. That's great. He can gloat about being able to get to the studio easier, but we can show him what our mortgage is. That's true. That is true. That is true. true. Yes. We were just out. Yeah, we were out in Boston last year. We went out there last year for Thanksgiving. Yeah, Yeah. it's such a nice area. I love that. All the cities can be a little overwhelming to me, but I really like the size of Boston. It feels like a good size. It's a nice size. It's walkable and half a day. It's a beautiful city, a lot of history. So It is. Yeah. We enjoyed it. Well, Dustin, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. This has been very educational and fascinating. Educational sounds boring, so let's not say that. Let's say it's been interesting. It has. Yeah, I I have learned so much, though. So thank you. Let me also leave you with this story that I always tell now. For sure. It's powerful. And hopefully with my 1%, we don't get kicked off. (laughs) When I was 11 years old, I went to Michael Jordan basketball camp. Wow. And my brother and I got a chance to meet him every day of the week. Nice. My parents surprised us. I didn't even know this type of camp existed. So overnight sleeping, everything, meeting people from all over the world. And one night, Michael Jordan gave an auditorium speech. When he came out, everybody started clapping. He said something. Everybody started laughing. I didn't hear what he said. And, well, I didn't beat myself up too much because it was loud. But once he started talking, I couldn't hear anything he said. So I'm in the auditorium for an hour, trying to hear, trying to read his lips. And I just couldn't. And I did nothing about it. I fake smiled and I fake laughed. And so that 11-year-old Dustin created this motto called Be On Offense. Accommodate for yourself, right? In any and every situation that you're ever going to be in, and in that moment that you didn't accommodate for yourself, how do you handle it? Because then I didn't do anything about it. So I got to be on offense going forward while all the other 11-year-olds or kids that are newly diagnosed with hearing loss, even the parents of kids that are hard of hearing or deaf, we need to help each other get the access we need, and we will perform the best we can. Absolutely. I mean, I get why, especially at that age, you're hesitant to speak up for yourself. But at the same time, I got to think in most instances, when you explain to people the situation, they're going to be helpful, like empathetic. Yeah. They want to help. Yeah. So it looks like his laptop and or hearing aids that we were talking about. He said laptop. He said laptop. Yeah. He messaged (laughs) us and said laptop just died. But we were pretty much at the end. So we will do what we normally do, which is like, hey, where can we find you? And then he would say, you can find me on all the socials at Here's Dustin. H-E-A-R-S Dustin. Yes. (laughs) D-U-S-T-I-N. That's his leaderboard name. It's also his Instagram handle. So if you want to go give him a follow, you should do that. He was fascinating. I feel like I learned a lot. I did too. I mean, we all know I have a lot to learn, (laughs) but I actually learned it. 
That's a step in the right direction. We'll see direction. if it sticks, Tom. Yes. That's fair. That's fair. So thank you, Dustin. We're sorry that your laptop died, but thank you for hanging out with us and talking. It was really interesting. It sure was. Yes. So I guess that brings this episode to a close. Until next time, where can people find you? People can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and the Peloton leaderboard at Clip Out Crystal. And you also find- running across Disney. Yes. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, facebook.com slash the clip out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And of course, don't forget our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the clip out. So That's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling. And running. And rowing. I got it this time. You did.